Hey everyone, welcome to the dojo. And today, I guess it's November 2nd, right? So two days post DCL. Um, so I, what I'm going to do for the community and maybe for myself as well is that because we haven't really um, decided as a community where we're going. I know some went to some, uh, MSF, some went to uh, Star Wars, but it's kind of like their side chick, right? It, it's not like the, they were not playing that uh, before. It's just a side chick and now that, you know, DCL is dead, so now they kind of went there as their uh, full-time game. But as a community, I think I owe it to people to well I don't <laughs> I don't owe anything anyone uh, but I'm still going to do this because uh, first I want to help a friend and I've been talking too much I should have said Redmus is here say hello Redmus hey how's it going everyone glad to be here all right so this is the first game we're going to look at so the game isn't out yet but uh, we want to share to everyone and let everyone know that it's coming uh, so that's why Redmus is here. All right, so I'm debating this Redmus. I typically when you bring someone on, you you kind of like in, let them introduce. But who does not know Redmus? See, no one's raising their hands. Well, I, <laughs> I guess you should uh, introduce yourself outside of like you know the nicest person on AAD. Not saying that AD is a bunch of dicks, but <laughs> but maybe you should tell them more about yourself outside of AD since this is kind of like your baby, right? So, oops, right. Biff, Biff is here. <laughs> yeah, Red Who. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I, I'm Redmus. Uh, I was. Uh, I'm with the Atlantis After Dark uh, Alliance uh, in DCL. We did our you know, a podcast um, with a great bunch of guys. Um, I've been programming actually for over 30 years. Uh, it is uh, pretty much my full-time job that I do as a uh, software developer. And I've made like little mini games in the past. I've entered contests. Um, I've always placed within the top three of every contest that I've ever entered whenever we had uh, contest, uh, like community contest or official contest. I actually uh, was one of the uh, winners for a Game Park Holdings. They had a little handheld that they were bringing out to compete against the uh, Game Boy. And I ended up uh, getting second place in that contest, and I got like a, a contract to make video games for them. Oh wow! But, but it it, it kind of like went belly up, so I didn't actually get to see my work come into fruition. Even though I was like, oh cool, I get to have my professional game out there, you know. And uh, basically, uh, I kind of like shied away from making video games there for a while because uh, work you know, kind of got real intense at the time. Uh, and I always wanted to, you know, make my own game and like, that was like a community driven game. And, and I remember when we were talking uh, and we were like, 
I wanted to make something just for us to play around with. And I was just going to make a little tiny mobile game just for the Atlantis After Dark crew to play. And that was like my first idea like about three years ago. Yeah. And then I started uh, to develop it. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to make this into like a full-blown game and put everything that I've ever loved into this game. You know, like I, I love the King Arthur mythology. I like supernatural mythology, you know, like creatures like werewolves and vampires. And uh, I love Robin Hood. And I was like, how can I put everything I love into one game? And that's when I came up with the Alter Dimensions. So I don't have to stick with just superheroes. I can have another dimension with everything. And, you know, anytime something new that I want to bring out, like I could have a whole entire dimension of Greek gods. And, you know, it's called the War of the Gods or something like that. So I am not bound by anything. And that is what my plan is. Like every three to four months, I want to release a whole entire new dimension. So it'll be like the whole entire game of DC Legends. Right, it could be one but dimension, right? So we exactly can, we can have our fill of the superheroes, and then like like you said, Arthurian legend, and whatever else we can come up with, right? Exactly, and and the coolest thing is you get to take characters from all those dimensions and play with them together with a big overarching story. Like, why are all these dimensions here? You oh. know, so that's what's kind of cool. All right. So obviously, I've seen uh, the materials prior to us streaming. Now, I do have one big question, Redmus. I hope you can enlighten okay. me. So everyone knows, like Av, right? So mm-hmm. Av is one of the first uh, characters you've seen shown here. Yes. yes. How how is Biff not the second character you you've an- animated or created? Uh. Well, I kind of the. Sekju was the second one I did Uh, and the reason was uh, I just got into a chat uh, with Sekju and he was just giving me like little inputs here and there and we just had like this big ongoing discussion about stuff and you know I was like well what do you think about this and he was he would give me his answers and everything and I was just like okay well that's kind of cool and uh so he, I ended up doing him next, and then Biff was going to be third, and I started actually working on Biff to get his third one done. And I actually had the whole entire model finished, and I had a computer crash, and it corrupted the file that I was actually working on. So I had, I had to start completely over with him. Okay, so all I got from that is Biff is probably at best the third best AAD member. Got it. Cool. No, right. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Well, I that... treat them all equal. I treat them all equally. I mean, I do. It's just that uh, Sekju was always around, and he would talk to me about you know things that he was doing, and I was you know talk to him. We just like you know talk back and forth pretty much like every day, and and I was just like uh, I was what made his next. <laughs> all right. I'm just teasing. I'm not trying to break AAD or cause some internal strife. <laughs> I just yeah. saw Biff's name and it's like... Yeah, that. that's right. Now, now, see, Biff just kicked me off the alliance. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God the game's dead. So, <laughs> All right. So, okay. So, obviously, Alliance Altered Dimension is based off of AAD, right? So that was the original idea i had i was going to throw all of my teammates in there so we could play together uh but i 
this this is actually a merger kind of in a way because my original idea I was going to create a a public game that was just all these altered dimensions and it didn't have anything to do with Atlantis After Dark or DC Legends or anything at all. It was just my idea to do what this game is. But then I was just like, well, you know what? I can that's when I thought I can just throw them all in together and I can have everything I love in one. So, you know, they'll get to be able to see you know versions of themselves they're the characters i've created for them things like that and it's like a two-in-one so i get to make kind of like my dream game and you know i get to make the community and my friends happy all right so obviously we're going to get into the details but um i'm gonna i want to share first uh indiegogo let's get the important piece out there first all right so as I mentioned earlier, um, this is still in, in development, right? So you've yes. designed a big portion of it, but of course, mm -hmm. you're right now you're a one-man one crew, right? So you still need some time to finish things up. All right. So I have a question for you, Redmus. Mm -hmm. Should I have joined uh, AAD before DCL... Um, DCL shut down so i could have my character for free <laughs> uh they they did get their characters for free oh i thought you they, did this out of the goodness of your heart and because you well they them. they wanted they wanted to support me and they donated so uh th i mean i probably would have just did it for free but you know they did they so uh but and then they didn't get to choose like any of their moves or anything though Okay, so, okay, okay. Yeah. So now it, that makes me feel better. All right, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe you would have got a little discount. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I need I need a favor from you, uh, okay. Redwiz, because you probably have this. Uh, can you ping the... or post the Indiegogo link into the chat so people can, you know, will have a... I'll add this to the details later of the stream so people can or post it all over our Discord uh, servers. But if they want to check out your Indiegogo right now live, they can. They, they, they can. All right. So is there a Discord for the game? I don't think there's a separate one. For now, Not I think yet. you can talk, talk to them uh, through the AAD uh, server. All right. OK. So now we'll get back to this. Uh, so, all right. So I'm going to share the first uh, screenshot that you shared. So this, this obviously in uh, in development. So this is the idea. It's not gonna be what the final game is gonna look like, but this is the essence of it, right? So, your this is your uh, dimensions, right? So do you want to talk through this, uh, Redbus? Yes. Okay. So like. Uh what you see here uh, I just wanted to on like this screen here make like a little cartoony looking uh, selection and there there are three demand it's it's all in 3d and you can't really tell by the picture but uh, when it the final version of out, you'll know you'll see the clouds moving the, the water is going to be moving there'll be uh, like for Halloween and things like that I'll probably have like a witch that will come out on the super dimension uh, planet and 
you know, fly around the planet or have a superhero flying around the other planet. So they'll be animated. The background's going to be animated. Uh, instead of just having a flat, you know, touch a screen and go to it, I wanted to make it just 3D. And what what I will have is on the left and right of the, the screens, we'll just have an arrow. So you'll be able to tap it and load in like the next three dimensions and tap again in the next three. So I was going to have like three dimensions per screen. Gotcha. And then that way, you know, it's it's pretty much never going to end. And of course, you can see the Supreme Hero Dimension will be kind of like the DCL that we know and love. And uh, it's going to be full of superheroes and supervillains. Uh, Supernatural is one of the passion ones that I really, really like because I always loved Frankenstein's monster and I love Dracula uh, and the werewolf, things like that. So they're actually going to be in the game. Uh, so you'll be able to play Frankenstein's monster, Dracula, and a bunch of other things. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is a character that I'm developing that I really, really can't wait to do because he's going to be just a normal-looking doctor that's going to throw, like, vials of uh, poison and acid, things like that, as his attack. But then he can get, like, enraged, and he will turn into Mr. Hyde. And then he does, like, wild attacks, you know, super strong and... He's just like a big brute beast. And you, I just have all kinds of different like concepts like that. And then of course, Arthurian dimension. I mean, it really doesn't need a lot of detail. It's gonna be the whole story arc of King Arthur. You're gonna start off as uh, Arthur Pendragon and your quest is to find the sword in the stone and retrieve it, you know? And that's gonna be like the whole story arc of that game. And then after that is accomplished, then another whole story arc will open up and you're in the search for Excalibur from the Lady of the Lake. So you have to find Excalibur, or I mean, find the Lady of the Lake. And that's like by getting different pieces of a conch shell that you have to, a mystical conch shell. And it could be in like different dimensions. So like you go to supernatural dimension, you might beat a stage and it goes, you know, ta-da, you've received one piece of so many pieces to form the shell. Then once you get that, you can use that item to unlock a secret stage and then that's when you fight the lady of the lake to prove your worthiness then you beget excalibur and then a new character is unlocked king arthur it's going to be kind of like that okay so uh instead of like just selling the characters for 99 dollars every month uh you're never going... happen <laughs> i'm not going you will not see a 99 dollar 99 cent character in my game you this will not... have to go into one of those stages and earn them. Yes, but, uh, there will be characters that will be sold outright, but it will be for a completely reasonable cost. It, I mean, a lot of time that I have to do, you know, to put into this game, it takes all my free time. So, and plus there's all kinds of costs that a lot of people out there don't know. Uh, that you have to put into this. That's what one reason there's the Indigo, uh, Indiegogo campaign up. Uh, I don't know what's the server costs are going to be to keep something up like this running. So, you know, it's an unknown. So uh, I have to make a little bit of a profit to make sure I pay for everything and continue development. If it takes off, I want to expand, maybe get a couple employees, right. uh, a, a graphical artist, another programmer maybe, and then we could just make it more and more and just make it better and better with the community. But you will not see, a, you will never see a $99 item in my game ever. You, you, won't even, you won't ever see anything, you won't even see a $50 item in my game. 
it's all going to be below that that threshold so everybody can afford it and be able to enjoy it because that, that's what I want to do. I'm making it for the community, you know, not just for myself, but for all of us. So, you know, it's just like, you know, oh, that new character's come out and it's meta. I got to buy that character and I have to spend $100. I don't want people to have to deal with that. I want them to come and enjoy the game. Okay. That, so this is basically DCL, but more noble. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, at least Supreme Hero Dimension is. <laughs> All right. So, okay, that's, that is cool. All right. So these are the first three you have in, uh, in development. But of course, you're going to have more dimensions as the game progresses. Awesome. Yes. All right. All right. Yeah, so, it's yeah. never going to end. That's what's so great about it. Not bound to one genre. So, you know, even though we have other dimensions in the future, that doesn't mean that the Supreme Hero or Supernatural or Arthurian stops. Uh, a new character can, be, can pop out any month you know for any of these dimensions as well so don't think that like oh it's over i beat that dimension no you could all character so right you yeah. can come back and update them right okay exactly okay awesome all right so i'm gonna move on to the next uh image that you sent me all right so this is sakju all right so all right so obviously he's gonna get his character uh so is Sekju going to be a playable character? Yes. Okay, so he's he's going to be one of the starter characters. Yes, he is. Okay, I have a question uh, for you. If yes. I am free to play, would I want to play a Sekju? Oh, yes. Sekju uh, is going to be a very, very cool character. Uh, he's going to have one of the uh, unique abilities uh, in the game which is called mist so basically what he's going to do it's think of it like a super breath uh what he's going to do he has an inhaler part of his story lures he has an inhaler that had that has a condensed version of his planet's atmosphere and when he uses it it empowers him and makes him super powerful but the only drawback is it wounds him because he's in another atmosphere at the same time so he will actually lose a little bit of life every time he does this move but he casts an ability called mist which uh, actually makes the enemy have a 30% chance to attack one of their own teammates and a 20% chance to miss one of the their opponents so it's a it's a it's kind of a really cool ability Gotcha. Okay, so in-game Sekju is F2P friendly, although the real Sekju doesn't seem to like them, right? I, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so I assume Biff's character is not Reddit friendly, right? Uh, well, everything in the game will be uh, G slash PG. So, you know, there's not going to be any foul language or... Uh, anything like that. Oh, really? You know, oh, okay. I keep it, yeah, yeah. Oh, that. Goes... I, I want to keep it friendly. Okay. So that's why, like, Sekju's bong was changed to an inhaler <laughs> instead. <laughs> I was gonna ask about that. Why? Why an inhaler? Yeah. Okay. So that's why. Okay. Well, the the yeah the the issue is like if I, uh, like, this character has gin and vermouth bottles on his hips. Uh, so those will just be unlabeled bottles and he'll throw like a Molotov cocktail at someone 
so if you use drugs, uh, alcohol, anything like that in the game, it it changes your rating when you publish a game. So, yes, you got. Uh, you have to be like mature, and then you're gonna lose. Yeah. Okay. Right. podcast will still remain r-rated <laughs> of course it will be it, it, yeah yeah definitely because if you don't it's going to be a whole lot of bleeps and will not understand a thing you're saying right especially if duty's <laughs> on right right biff's biff's character is going to be a really cool character he actually is going to have his sidekick in the game his dog Ooh, uh, so okay. his dog he's going to be able to command and send his dog out for an attack and so it's going to be a, a pretty interesting dynamic how that character is going to be done. Oh, okay. So basically, the AED crew is your starting pieces, right? Starting tunes. Uh, yes, they will be some of them. Uh, it, when the game is out, when it's ready for public release, uh, there will be a minimum of 20 characters, Whoa. 20 unique characters available. Wow. That's that's quite a lot. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Okay. So now I'm looking at this. So there's agility, defense, focus, yes. health, resistance, speed, strength, wisdom. Finally, it's it, it, what it sounds like to me is that uh, you're gonna have like a defense force, magic, or special attackers. Difference. Uh, uh, not like DC Legends for intelligence. This just takes care of everything for magic right yes you're spot on awesome okay and then it looks like there are six abilities at least uh sectu is an omega level character so that gives him three active abilities and three passive abilities oh you kind of have like a what you call each, this? each yeah each um classification of the characters it, so it goes like this like a beta character uh, which is your normal uh, starting level character it's going to have two active abilities and one passive and then it goes to an alpha which is you know three active abilities and two passives and omega three active and three passives and then omnipotent is four and four and then, of course, there's the mythical type, which is 10 total abilities, five active and five passive, but that is reserved only for the bosses in the game. All right. So not every character is going to have the same potential because that's that's the one right. thing in uh, DC Legend is that every character has the same potential, right? Of course, some are designed better than others, but here you're going to have like tiers for the characters. Exactly. Yeah, but you you can't count out the lower tiers though, because like, okay, so like you have a beta character, he only has two moves and a passive. How would that character stand up to an omnipotent character that has four, you know, active and only four passives? You know, it would get crushed. So the the characters that are having less moves will tend to do a little bit more damage in that specific area of their ability. I mean, they will eventually they will lose out because they can't compete with all the arsenal that the others have but they will be like some of the best support characters you want to have on your team because like where you have an omnipotent character it might be able to do a 30 percent heal on the team well since the beta character only has two moves 
he will be, be able to do like a 50% heal on the whole entire team. But does he hit stronger? No, he won't hit stronger. But some of his moves will just have a little bit extra edge as a support character. So they still have more value because you don't want characters in the game you can't use. So I have to have a nice balancing act. But of course, the more arsenal you have, you know, the better the character is going to be, of course. Right. Cause and you that's could, why everybody, yeah. You can be using, uh, they can be used in more situations uh, than, let's say, a lower tier. However, those lower tier can be good at one thing or two things, but they won't exactly. be useless like in other games where if you have like a two-star character, you're basically there just for filler. Yes. Yeah, these will actually have purpose. Uh, so they're they're not a wasted character. And of course, you know, uh, I will get feedback on everybody, you know, as this goes on to make sure that characters are retooled, changed. There won't be any silence. I mean, it's I will be very open with everybody and completely transparent. What do you mean by there, there's going to be no silence? Like like how there was with DC Legends, we would have. Oh, big... okay. You you mean like okay? I was like, yeah. okay. I thought for a second. Yeah. My my mind went to the debuff silence for a second. And oh, I thought, sorry. And yeah, I... so, in other words, it won't be like okay. I'm off making a game and I'm putting out characters and I have to wait for you guys to come back and say this is broken, that's broken, and then you might hear something back. You might not. I might fix it. I might not. You know, there won't be any of that. Yeah. There's there's yeah. so the. The thing that you promise is that there's going to be communication and 100%. there's, there's going to be transparency. Yes. Perfect. Like the two things that we really needed. All right. Okay. Let's, let's look at the next. All right. So this is a sample of like, uh, of AB and Secchu. Uh, it, this is, uh, in your, um, uh, file name it says pve so this is kind of like your rough like how it's going to look like right it's very yes. dcl looking right yes <laughs> yeah actually i threw them in the the fighting pattern of the dcl characters um i'm i'm going to be able to add different fighting you know postures for them so people will be able to choose well i would like the classic dcl style pattern or i like a behind the view where I see everybody from behind and they run forward and attack. So I'm going to add options and feedback, of course, from everybody. Like if someone in there is like, hey, what do you think of a top-down view or something like that? And then if it seems reasonable and enough people want it, it will be implemented in the game. I mean, I, I'm not going to completely dismiss stuff or overlook what anybody else out there is suggesting. Uh, I'm completely open-minded because I want this to be, you know, community-driven and fun for everybody. All right. But at least at the beginning, it's going to be uh, almost, I dare say, seamless transition from DC Legends to your game, right? Everything's just mm -hmm. going to feel familiar it's, and intuitive. It will, it will feel very familiar. It's It, it will play just like dc legends but with a lot of extras added to it right i, I i'm going to jump ahead uh because I, I i of course i previewed the images i've i see a lot of uh not a lot but i've seen some uh inspiration from raid shadow legends as well right 
I, I'm going to tell you what I mean when we get to that particular okay. sc screenshot. All right. Sure. All right, I'm going to move on to the next one. All right, so this is uh, basically the character info, right? The, the one in DC Legends where it's over their heads, right? Yes. Yeah, the one that you saw in this previous screenshot was not the final version. Uh, I was in the middle of transitioning uh, between game engines, and then I was like, okay, the just too much to explain right now it's just i have multiple versions of the same uh game being run and this one here actually it splits them up into percentages so that way you know each one is 25 percent uh so if it, you go to ability and it says well after 50 percent life he can do this ability that way you can look right at the bar and say like oh okay he's almost at 50 one more hit or you know, if I get a little bit more life, he'll do this instead. You'll actually know the percentages. That's what I was try I'm going to go for in the final version that you see here. Okay. Um, Might so I... that way you, you... Oh. go ahead. Go no, finish your thought before I say something. Oh, I was just saying uh, that way. It's just I, w I was going to put actual numbers in it and not use anything there, but I figured the numbers might be too small to read on the characters. So it, 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 I might beta test it a little bit and give people options where they can choose because that's the coolest thing. I can constantly, since I'm programming it, I'm the one that can add anything I want to it. So I can add different looks, different themes, and you can customize like your own uh, play style. I mean, things like that will be possible, just not right up front because I want to get the core, you know, base out and then we can come in and people I'll have like maybe like a monthly poll where it's like, what would you like to see implemented next? What features quality of life, you know, and bugs and stuff, they will be squashed very fast. If a bug is reported to me, I will start working on it within 24 hours guaranteed. All right. So, um, you do have some questions in chat, but I do have one suggestion before we go to the chat. Okay. Uh, we said you, we said you said earlier that uh, this is going to be very familiar to DCL players. One thing I noticed mm -hmm. is the turn meter is not the circle, and that's yes. that, that might confuse some people, uh, anticipating yeah. that that is the turn meter. Is that? Right. I mean, I could I could swap it out for the turn meter, and I could put the turn meter over there. But I just, I like the idea of the retribution meter going slowly from the bottom all the way around. And I, I just, I would like it there better. <laughs> That's why I did it. And I, I, I mean, I don't want to be a blatant copy of another game because this is my, you know, my I know. concept, I, my ideas. I understand that. But um, I'm going to just give you two examples. So you you play heroes and villains, right? A little, yes. And you know what drives me nuts is that they got inspiration from DC Legends and yet they flipped the affinity colors. And it, uh, it, it bugs me to heck that. Uh, <laughs> that gotcha. blue is stronger than red. And it just, my brain wants to explode. So if, I mean, it's, you're not copying, but you know, if, if, if you can, if you're just consciously trying not to look like it, maybe you don't have to, right? Because right, 
because there's really no reason outside of like uh, your first explanation like you want to build it up slowly cool but if your only reason is to not look like these legends then maybe don't do that well that's just me but of course you have to listen to the community and see what they say but that's just my opinion um, well I just I I felt that the turn meter bar should just be a straight bar and a shield should be a straight bar because those are all energies you know those are all your meters and to me the retribution was like the special thing that stood out apart from the basic thing that everybody else does in games I so that's why it, okay. I yeah. you know if it yeah if it made sense then it made sense right okay I mean it's just that we're so used to it for all for seven years. All right, so right. there are two questions in game, uh, in chat. Uh, first one is from Windigrew, uh, asking if you've played Marvel Marvel Avengers Alliance before, because there's a character there that might be a good uh, bad, uh, concept for your Jekyll and Hyde. Okay, I mean, I can check it out. I have not played it. Um, I, I've kind of like, uh, uh, let me see how can I say it I haven't got to play very many games because of work game development real life you know it's just I don't have a whole lot of time Thank to sit you. down and play other games so I haven't I, I just like stuck with one game and uh, and, it, and it was DC Legends and it yeah. died <laughs> yeah alright and then there's a question from Captain Freezy welcome to to the dojo it, it, it seems like it's your first time to chat here all right he's asking about the caller values for if there's going to be a percentage i think you kind of covered it earlier right because you don't want to put yeah. in numbers because they might be hard to read right and, and i can easily add a gradient to this to like when it gets to 75 percent like the the life bar i should have shown that because I actually do have it set up to where after it gets past the first tick of the health bar, then it it's it changes to a yellowish color, the whole bar. Then when it gets to 50%, it's an orangish color. And about 30%, it turns to red. Okay. That kind of... Okay, that makes sense. And then the best part of this is you actually have a game manual. So... You know, new players like don't have to guess what's going on and kind of like do some experimentation to see what <laughs> what things actually mean. All right, all right. So okay, well we've seen this, and I'm gonna look at the affinity because you have a concept that's not in DCL. So let let's move on to the affinities. All right. Okay. All right. So let's see if I can remember this. The leaf is nature. Uh, blue is tech, and then this is like the. It's so, really big. <laughs> I know. I, I tr I'm sorry. I can't make it small. Leave it at. <laughs> is, it in your, is it in your browser? You said it, it is in my browser, and and I and, think you can hold down Control and spin your mouse wheel. It'll shrink it. I know. If 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 it were in my Mac, I already know what to do. I'm on my iPad. <laughs> oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. And I don't okay, have. Yeah. I don't have that option. Okay. So basically, this is the affinity tree. Um, the, like uh, you said, uh, natural affinity is the leaf, and those are like your physical base characters that rely on all things natural. They they don't use, I mean, a stick, 
a, a knife, a gun, anything like that, something you can pick up and use naturally. You know, so that's still in the in the natural category. Uh, and then you can see the arrows pointing down to the technological one at the bottom. And that one is anything, any characters that use technological items or a technically advanced race, that is uh, what they're classified under. And then, of course, the arrows will go up to the supernatural, and that's where we have, you know, wizards, witches, uh, vampires, you know, anything that is like of a supernatural origin, and that's the moon. That's that's their affinity symbol. And the one in the uh, middle with the, the big, like, swirling uh, tornado, that is the enigma affinity. And the enigma affinity doesn't fit into any of those one specific categories they might be a mixture of two or even three of those categories so they're the ones that stand out from the tree and they're like above the others so that's that's why it's in the center like that so but it doesn't have any arrows so it's that saying oh it does have arrows it does, it does. okay so see the arrows those arrows mean that that one the affinity does 10% more damage to that other affinity. Oh, I, Extra see, I, damage. I see. So, okay. So those two arrows, those two triangles are deliberate. It's like, okay. So yes. that's 10%. And see the one in the center only has one to each one. So that means they only do 5% extra damage to all the th other three affinities because right. it's an enigma. However, it's not weak to anything. It's weak to another enigma. Oh, okay. I so see. it's actually 10% weaker to another Enigma. So if you, it, they might be a fantastic uh, affinity to have because they're going to be more powerful than all the others because they're going to do 5% more damage to all the other affinities, right? Right. And but they're if you go up against, neutral. New, but then also yes. neutral against them, right? So they can't hurt them more. However, if there's another one like them, they don't like it. Right. Yes. So like, let's say you go up against a boss, you might have an Enigma character that might dominate in PvP because, you know, it's going to take out all the other affinities. Um, not necessarily take them out, but do 5% more damage than normally a normal affinity would. But if you would go up against like a boss in the game that's an Enigma, you automatically are at a 10% deficit against that character. So you really have to think your strategy, why you want to you know, take an Enigma to another Enigma boss battle or, you know, just like DCL, you want to get the best affinity matchups that there's four. So you can have four slots. You can actually have one of every affinity to like maximize, you know, your synergy between each other. Uh, I think you think too much in DC Legends, you just bring Trigon. <laughs> well, <laughs> Trigon would actually be neutered in my game badly. Because there's there's abilities that will just completely stop him. I know I'm excited because there's something that stops passive, but let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. All right, okay. So this is an interesting concept because, uh, yeah, having that fort affinity, it's kind of like has advantage over everyone else, but also they have a big disadvantage. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. So big thing out there if whoever donates to the character perks you know definitely read through and try and match your affinity 
to the character you want created. You know, so, you know, you don't want to come in there with a guy that's a cyborg with all kinds of weapons and say he's a natural character. He's going to blatantly be technological, you know, or if you're coming in and say, I want my character to be a vampire, you know, you're not going to make him tech or natural. He would be supernatural. Don't just go in and think, oh, I'm just going to choose Enigma because it does 5% more on the others. But you would you could be neutering that character for alliance battle bosses or raid bosses, things like that. So you have to take into consideration, you know, when you make those choices. So I'm just throwing that out there. So if anybody's interested, we, we have one omnipotent slot left. Wow, they went fast, right? Yes. Within the first 24 hours, <laughs> all of them went and there's only one left now. But we still have plenty of the other characters available. And I can, I can touch on that a little bit later like why they will still be good choices all right okay so darren actually asked a very important question so do you have a target launch date in mind the target lunch date or launch date i was gonna say lunch i'm a little <laughs> hungry <laughs> all right the target uh, target launch date is the second quarter of next year so right about in the middle of the year, I want to do a, a good beta testing uh, to make sure all the bugs are ironed out and all reworks are done. So if you really think about it, about six, maybe seven months maximum till it's in a public release. Now, there might be an earlier like pre-launch, but I'm just saying the official release date will be it's tentatively set for about in the middle of the year. But that doesn't mean that's the first time we're going to see it, right? Because you're going to probably have some tests for beta tests for us, right? That's your, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right? That yeah. is the official yeah. launch where we're going to be able to download it from yeah. Apple Store and uh, Google Play. I, but, I would say probably within, I would say give me about three months and then you guys will start beta testing your stuff. Ooh, exciting. Exciting. <laughs> All right. All right, let's now move on to the next one. Oh, oh, this might be a repeat of the other one. All right, that's the PVE, and then this one is all right. See, this is why I. This is what's giving me the. Uh, what should we call this? The no, it's not like duty. Raid Shadow Legends yeah. vibe, because this is kind of like, right. There's there's like this uh circular arena. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just I wanted it in Arena, and I actually had Alliance Ultra Dimensions Arena uh, made up, but I was first calling it the Battle Coliseum, and then DC Legends came out with the Coliseum, and I was like, dang, now i got to change the name. No, you don't have to. <laughs> it, by the time it, this comes out, uh, you know, Coliseum would be... Right, well, I mean, so. like I said, I, I'm not stealing ideas of previous games. These are all my original ideas yeah i might put characters in a pattern like you see here you know so people like this layout so i might throw it up like that but the mechanics the abilities the skill trees you know the power stones i mean all of it is completely different than uh, dc legends but your play style is going to be very similar you know you're going to select your character you're going to choose your moves to attack the others and select those characters to attack. But, you know, you got to be strategic about it. 
just like you did with the other ones and be like, okay, well, which ones are synergistic? Which ones will counter the other ca characters? You know, if they had, they need debuffed or, you know, or they need to be blocked, you know, so they can't, you know, put on up any buffs because, you know, Trigon existed. <laughs> right. You know, things like that. I don't, I don't want any characters like that in my game and I will make sure that doesn't happen. All right. And I know I But uh, this is not a this isn't a copy from Raid Shadow Legends. I oh just, yeah. I just I'm just I saying just it wanted, just yeah. it just reminds me. I'm not saying you you uh, lifted from them or got inspired yeah. by this. I just wanted like first I wanted to make an actual Coliseum and I started with the benches that you see behind them and I just wanted to make tiers of benches up and just make it like you're going into this Coliseum and you have this crowd watching you and you're you know, it's like you're fighting like in the ancient times battling it out all right i i have a suggestion but but first uh i have a question are you yes. going to make skins for the game eventually yes okay because imagine if there's like your tournament or coliseum or whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. and whoever wins it would get a Marilyn Monroe skin for Biff. Uh, not for Biff, but for AV. Wouldn't that be awesome? And you're the only one that who can wear that skin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe I'll do something crazy like that. Yeah, some perks, right? Because like, cause winning in DC Legends means, you know, like you get a little bit of um, shards. Oh, there or... will be, there will definitely be like... perks to different uh, modes in the game. I mean, there's there's like some characters you can only get through alliance battles, or there's some characters can only you can only get through raids. I mean, there's no they will not be offered in the store for sale or anything like that. So right. you have to come up right. with ideas like that. Right. So some certain alliances won't play just the first two days of raid, right? So if you want something, you really have to work for it, right? Ex yes, exactly. Yeah, it's, there's. Yeah, this game has no. Well, I guess it just has room for some lazy bumps too, right? There's always a space for everyone. But yes, you're going to make playing this worthwhile, not just, you know, bragging rights. You actually get something right. worthwhile. Exactly. That is that is my goal. All right. All right. So, okay. This is where I am. Uh, Oh, maybe this is not there yet. This is how you bring up your skills, right? Uh, no, this is something completely new and different. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. If you look over here on the left side, it says mergeable inventory. You have serum vials and serum bottles, right? Okay, and if you look over on the left, uh, it's only actually showing the ones that use the bottles, but there are other there are other, other items. Other types, that, okay. Yes. Okay, and as you can see, there's a number two on the top screen and number three on the bottom screen. Uh, those are the levels. So, like, it's going to cost you 350 quasi-gems to uh, make this item using your alchemy that you've collected throughout the game by beating stages and completing different tasks. You will acquire these items. And you can come in here and you can get the steel skin elixir, which is going to the second uh level one which is a two stars you can see and then it goes one two three and four stars um that's going to give you damage immunity one turn unpurgeable 
so what that is, it's an think of it like almost as an extra free ability in the game. So you can you can only use one. Oh, but this is consumable. Yes. Uh, so see how it says damage immunity one turn unpurgeable on the buff above the three hundred and fifty. Yep, I see it. Okay, that is a a buff that you will put on yourself by using this steel skin elixir. So not only will you have your three abilities or four abilities depending on what character you're playing with, you will have you'll be able to bring in an item, item. to the game. But if you use this up, it's it's like it's gone. You've used it. That's yes. It. Yes. Yes. So it's just an extra mechanic that you can get to where you can, you know, go and get all these different types of, you know, death immunity, uh, debuff immunity, poison immunity, health up. And it can go like a 5% health up, 10%, 15 or 20% health up, uh, you know, for like two turns on a character just by getting the four star elixir. Uh, so this is just adding another mechanic to the game. Uh, where, you, like I said, you can choose the item. You hit item, it'll pull up your inventory in the game, and you can choose what item you want to use. And then that ability gets uh, placed on your character. Gotcha. All right. So outside of the abilities, now you have items. All right. Yeah, so think about it like this. If you're coming in with one of those beta characters, and it might they might not have a heal, or they might have a good support to where they can constantly... Uh, put shields up on your team you know and, and they're really great so you might want to come in here and get like the immortalis elixir so you can put death immunity on that character so he stays alive and be able to keep healing your team round after round so that's where these come into play to make up for a little bit of inadequacies of the uh character types that you choose for the game gotcha it's uh are the omnipotents gonna have uh items too I'm sorry, what was that? Uh, the, the omnipotent ones. Or do they have the ability to use items too? Oh, everybody does. Oh, okay. it's, it's not, it's, 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 it's a, just another ability uh, added to your arsenal. Because I'm trying to add in uh, some more game mechanics to make it different, a little bit more fun. I wanted to get a little bit back to like some of the old school RPGs that I grew up with where you could like choose items you could choose magic you know in attack or whatever so i thought well i could just make an item ability and later on we can also have another thing other than alchemy like machinist where you could go in and create uh like a blast shield or dynamite that you could throw at the enemy or things like that so maybe that could be a future mechanic that i throw in to add even more stuff to the game i want to keep it live not a stagnant same type of game forever so i want to do you know a, a release to where it's like oh now we have this new upgrade and you can do this as well in the game and of course it's going to be beta tested before it's released to make sure it's well received because sometimes you might have a good idea in your head but you implement it and people hate it right so that's why i'm going to make sure and take feedback and do what's good because I don't want it to come out and then I'm bombarded with emails and comments and be <laughs> like you suck <laughs> you know because <laughs> that's not the point it's it, it's to have fun and have this continuing adventure that is last as long as I can humanly possibly do it and th that's my goal I mean I, I don't I won't I don't want this ever to end gotcha all right okay so I do have one 
unless this is a question or a request you know me i'm a pvp person right i i love the you know the challenge the puzzles and one thing i really like is making tough defensive teams and one of the things that i would have loved dc legends to have done but i guess it's smooth now but then here you are there's an opportunity to pitch what i really wanted in a game like this uh, it's either i can tell my tune on defense like i can i can set some parameters on how i want my team to behave because you know how dcl is super I, I, simplistic I can, stop, I can stop you right there it's already being implemented you will be able to actually set the parameters of your character what you wanted to do the first round second round third round and then every and then after that it will loop between the abilities you want them to do ha look at that all right because the other thing is because the other thing is that uh this is that that is that the simpler one the other way is that uh it's kind of like learning how i play and then it's mm -hmm. gonna mimic how, but that's that's gonna be too much server space so that, yeah maybe down the road it, it would be yeah yeah because that's I mean, like, I could put AI learning in it, but I, it takes up a tremendous amount of space. Not just that. It's probably going to cost you some compute time. <laughs> yeah. So maybe down the road, but, once you've made your millions, but, that, that should be fun. But, but, but this way, you know, you can go in and you can set Cost, it up. Yes, you can customize like, the way your your tune behaves. The, the dickier, the yes. better, right? Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah like Wendy Grease pointing out. <laughs> and the thing is, you can set that up for defensive so like you whenever they're going out and fighting against other people you can have your team preset and it will follow that same path defensively right they're going to do this right as opposed to blindly just going through my skills from three two and one defending as what's yes. available exactly but you have to go in and do that you know set that up as your your team it just it's not just going to automatically do it if you don't have them set up right you're, you're gonna have your default right. yeah you're gonna have your default right okay right and that that won't be completely implemented very first thing oh yeah that is that is yeah. that is uh, acceptable i mean as long as we know that that's coming that's awesome it is it is awesome. so you have me on record saying it so it will be yes okay awesome all right and then the other thing is that I so just just this mechanic alone is telling me that uh, if I see a sectu on the other side, it doesn't mean that it's the same as my sectu, right? Correct. So now I I love and hate that at the same time <laughs> because well, you know let let me ask you this question. Let's let's be realistic here. If you go off into battle it, it, in a real world situation do you know what every single one of your enemies are capable of you might know a base idea like oh well these troops are from this region and they train in this fighting style they use these weapons but each one has a little bit something unique about them that you don't know about so that's why i'm doing it that way and i understand but also think of it this way if it's a famous fighter i know what he can do I I can study him because I know exactly what he does. But then again, here kind of like maybe it's a dimensional thing, right? So this this uh, sectu from my dimension is different from that other sectu, right? From his. You 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 nailed it. That's the whole point because you can actually have more than one sectu on the same team as well, because it's alter dimension. One can be from another dimension. 
it depends on how you want to build your team. Yeah, doesn't want scarce means multiple duties. I mean, one is plenty, right? <laughs> now he's not here anymore. I can't make fun of him. <laughs> oh. He laughed. Oh, darn. All right. Okay, so that's cool. All right. So I, there's a good lore behind it. I can get behind it. It's just, I'm not saying it's a chore because it's a game. It's supposed to be fun. Uh, but you have to, like, look at the enemy and, like, you know, look at them and what they have. You can't just go blindly into battle and expect to win. Right. Well, I mean, you know, they're going to have their base abilities and base passives, and you, you will 100% know what they're capable of. But it's their skill sets that will set them apart from each other. Right. And also the way uh, that your AI set up that okay, the gears are churning in my head. Okay, <laughs> we're probably gonna have lots of conversations in the future. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool. So I, this is the item part of it. All right. So okay. So now I moved on to the next screenshot, and if you want to talk about this, talk through this. Oh, okay. This is just stating how the skill set uh, information. This is the skill set information. So it's just showing you that uh, each tier level uh, where they're unlocked. So, like, you know, your beta is at level 20, alpha 40, 60 for omega, 80 for omnipotent. And then mythical unlocks when you reach the end. Oh, okay. You, yeah, you've made it to level 100. You've maxed your character out. Now you can pick the mythical skill that is going to like bump your character up so much higher that a level 99 you know would be scared i mean because just that one ability can like tip them over the edge gotcha um, right. and, and of course you have right now there are 36 skills in the game and you can choose it's i'm showing you can choose how many from each one each one has six um different skills so you can only have four out of the six for the first one three for the next three two two and one mythical skill to choose out of the six at the end so this is where you can really learn to find out what is the best setup for your character like if you're taking a character like biff's character he's an evader base he's automatically going to start off the game with a five percent chance to always evade wait 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 that makes zero sense to me aren't you supposed to be impaired if you're you know buzzed how can if you're you what buzzed like he's always almost always oh. <laughs> I, I i don't see how you can i mean walking straight is already a challenge and you're expecting him to like you know dodge things thrown at you got him. you got you got to read his lore he's immune to it He's immune to chemical substances and stuff, so he has actually poison immunity by default because the chemical substances don't affect him. They actually empower him. Or so, so they say. Yeah, <laughs> so you got to know, you, I mean, every character will have their own lore. You'll click on it, and it'll tell the whole story about it. So that way you understand who these characters are, what their abilities are, where they come from, their backstories. Uh, it, I'm trying to go as in depth as possible, and I, um, I mean, I, I, I just want to have fun with it, and make it cool. And and of course, down at the bottom, I'm st I, every single thing I do in this game, 
I want to make it clear so there are no guesses, you know, like the way things are worded and like, well, does it really mean this? But it could also mean that, you know, I want to try and make sure. So that's why you will see a lot of different screens in here and exp try to explain things in normal, plain English for everybody. Uh, this is how the ability works and all the skills work. Gotcha. Because, right. you, you know, you... Well, well, anyway, when I was back with Biff, what I was saying was, since he's an evasion-type character, he's going to have a 5% default evasion stat. All right, you can build more evasions by using skills. Like, one skill might give you 5 additional percent, or a mythical skill might give you 15%. Okay, so, so you want to make sure you choose the right skill for the right type of character. If you're a shield-based character, you want to pick abilities that can give you more shield. You know, it might say, like, if you, if you have a shield up, add 10% extra additional shield each time you cast it. So, like I said, this is where it's really just buffing up your character oh. more my, based upon the right set. My brain goes exactly the opposite of what you're saying. Because if, if you're a shield character... I'm going to want to do it, make it evade, because if you don't read the stats, you're going to be surprised that you can't hit that shield-based character. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to... I can do that. Another... I can do that, right? Based on what you're telling me, right? I can skill them well, up however... Well, you only I... get so much percentage. You'll get, like, maybe a 15% chance if you have no evasion stats at all. Oh, if you have... Put a... Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, and, and you got also would have to pair up with people that can apply evasion you know, up on your character. Gotcha. Uh, okay. So it, it, it's strategy. You just can't go in there and be like, oh, I'm going to make this character a complete shield character. I'm going to make him completely a speed character. I'm going to make... Yeah, you can. You can add those attributes, but you can't fully make them that way. You can't make them a black flash. Gotcha. You know, because you have to have the skill sets. These are to build upon your skill set. But yet, let's just say you have, you have two M4s in the game. Well, one M4, I might want to make him more tanky so i want to give him abilities that has a percentage to get death immunity when his percentage is low in health or damage immunity or maybe the ability to get parry attacks which is my version of awareness gotcha. uh, so and then like your other character you might go the opposite way well i want to max out his crit damage and his uh critical up ability so that way i'm always hitting with a crit to get that extra percent damage so you might go that way with it so it's all dependent on how you want to make your character i do have a question okay follow up on yeah. that all right so i know there's going to be multiple ver versions of sekju right but can i have two different versions of sekju can i build a team of four sekjus yes okay so i can build a lot of sekjus okay the different kinds of sections for different situations. Okay. Exactly. So if you really love a character, uh, you can build one that will cover each part of the spectrum. You know, defense, okay. speed, strength, you know. Right. So it, it, that's what I'm saying. This is why I like this concept because it's in your hand to, de it's kind of like developing your own character at will. Right. And but, if you don't like your abilities, you can just go in and hit the reset skill, and you have to get more uh, skill tokens. That's what those ones are on the perfect. left with the little wrench and hammer. But you're able to reset them with a click of a button. Awesome. There's a little bit of a fee to 
which makes Reset sense. Yes, perfect. Yeah, I was gems, just about you know. to ask yeah. that question, and you already answered it before I asked. Okay, perfect. All right. So that settles that. I'm gonna have four biffs, right? <laughs> and none of them Maybe. is gonna evade. Yeah. And see, and and then here's another thing I wanted to point out real quick. So, like for example, uh, let's just say there's an omnipotent character that is released. Um, you're not going to be able to go to the store and In buy five. four omnipotent characters. There, there will most likely be a cap of two because I don't want everybody mythical characters or not mythical omnipotent characters. They're going to be the very special characters in the game, like maybe six to eight released a year. And that's it because I want them to be the rare untouchable type of character. The Omega character is really the kind of like the top tier character in the game. And, and that's like the one that is going to be more accessible and everybody can get, and they're very powerful. But if you want to get four of an omnipotent character, you can get two in the store. And then there will be like a PVE mission, like a whole entire, just like how you do the free character of the month right. on DCL. And then you have to you earn can, them. Okay. Yeah, you can earn one that way. Or there might be a PvP challenge where you can earn your fourth one that way. But I'm not going to let people just come right in and buy them. They have to earn them and go through the game. You know, So it's not going to be, I hate to say it, it's not going to be a complete well fest. So you just can't, can't come in and buy everything and be number one instantly. I want to try to level the field just a little bit. But you'll still be able to. I mean, if you have two omnipotent characters, nobody else does. It's going to be pretty powerful. Okay, I think I, I think if I have a character, maybe I want my first skill to be can't miss. Okay, I'm gotcha. just I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just... <laughs> no, it's, I mean it's it's highly possible. You know, it just wherever you have one ability, you have to balance it out somewhere else in the kit so they're not completely OP. I'm just trying to get a reaction from Biff. I know he hates can't miss. <laughs> so every character in the game is going to have a can't miss ability. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do have... Um, the cool thing is, in your skill sets... Uh, it, you have an ability called focus all right and focus increases your chances of hitting an evader and your resistance is like another ability that you know we add to your skill set that helps you resist a buff being applied to you so there's ways to defend against okay. those and, and actually hit characters that you you normally wouldn't be able to hit because okay. if you get your focus up super high that helps gotcha so agility is actually your evasion here right no uh, the agility adds to the okay so like if you come in and your agility is a certain percentage your agility will add to your uh, evasion ability it increases just like how um, wisdom gives in, uh, or I mean int up for special characters gives them stronger hits strength for the you know regular characters gave them stronger hits that's the same thing with agility will give them better evasions yes and the same th and that it, it'll be all explained in great detail okay i like how it how it works uh so i i think it's a pretty pretty good system yes and i mean of course you know it can be 
adjusted if it's not working out right. That's the cool thing, you know, because I want everybody to have a fun experience. Yes, and, and Wendy kind of like already kind of says, wrote what I was going to say, because what we don't want to say is that there's just a mechanic that completely trashes another mechanic, right? And right. Then, and it's just dumb, right? Well, see, that's, that's the thing. There will be like a hundred percent chance to hit someone right but it's not can't miss right because right even if it's a hundred percent there's some modifiers that can affect it can't miss right. just simply can't miss and there's no defense against it if you're an evader and there's a can't miss there's nothing you can do about it right i've i've taken a lot of stuff in consideration and i don't the only thing there will be some can't misses but the can't misses are for applying a buff or a debuff. It'll be like that. Like even though if you're an evader, there might be a can't miss on applying uh, a specific. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like if Sekju comes out there and he uses his big breath on the whole entire field, how could you realistically dodge that? That makes sense, right? Yes. Yeah. Those those kind of things. Like if it's a gas, like okay, yeah. yes. Yeah, those are the ones that will have the can't miss, but there's not going to be a blatant, I'm going to come in and punch you and I can't miss hitting you. You know, it, there won't be that. Okay, perfect. All right. So before we move on to the next uh, screenshot, I do have a, an important question because uh, I'm looking at this and even if you're omnipotent, you're not going to get your full set uh, of skills until you get into like your max level, right? So basically, mm -hmm. when you start out, you're kind of like a two-star character, right? Because you won't have your skills right. So what I think is going to make or break a game, I've seen this happen, uh, is the progression. If you don't scale it right, mm -hmm. then uh, there's no carrot for you know the players to get. But at the same time, if it's uh, too slow progression, hello, heroes and villains, <laughs> it's yeah. also going to be super <laughs> frustrating. So... Uh, and, and and see that's where the beta testing you know I want to try and get at least three months in a beta testing so we'll know what that sweet spot is for leveling up the characters perfect okay perfect okay and then I, I hope you're going to reset everyone because you know what what's annoying uh, you, you see you just released a game and you've seen people already in the beta who have like all of the max out characters like have super person well, the, 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 beta, the beta testers will will be on a separate server perfect okay and then when you release it it's going to be like it's on like everyone's on the yeah because you you won't be able to buy anything on the uh test server okay so the only one that's going to have like a little bit of an advantage is those people that support you in indiegogo right because they have their yes chance for a customized character and stuff and, and all. their and their character will be linked to their account so uh, when you go to the beta testing, it's just open for you to try out everybody. But in the real game, that's where your character is actually implemented that you supported and you got as a perk. Oh, okay. Ooh. So you'll be able to go into it when you go to beta test, if, if you were one of the people that helped support, and you, you go into beta testing, everything's open to you. You can go in there and choose any character you want. I will have them all at zero level and you have unlimited money unlimited gems to try out you know where's this character at if you want to do content creation or something you can be like well i found out like for 
you know, new people that he's really good at level 40 with these abilities because you'll have that chance to do that. And you'll, there'll be like a button where you can actually go in and say reset back to zero or something like that, which will be on that test build. So that way it's, it's for the content creators, for the beta testers and to make sure we can find bugs because maybe a bug might exist in a lower level, but it doesn't exist when they power up. So I've got to cover all the bases. All right. Is there a place here for G10.5 fibers? <laughs> well, <sighs> there is no gear. Uh, so there's, and you're going to tell, all right, so there's no gear, but there's no benefit for gimping your characters, right? None. There's none. Actually, not powering them up is gimping your character. All right. There's the, everybody gets the same uh, pl level playing field. Uh, there will be, I, I don't didn't want to say there will be some gears, but they're going to be like mythical gears later on, that you can win, specifically, and it's only like there'll be like three different gears for your character, and it like for example maybe you would go and defeat Zeus or something, and you could get the lightning bolt of Zeus if you apply that to your character, then he does. 25% more attack damage or now he has the ability to stun I'm just making stuff up this isn't in the game I'm mm -hmm. just giving you an example okay. and, and those will be like the three mythical gears that you can apply to your characters but that's not until a way later future uh, upgrade I actually have the next three years planned out for the game right now wow well that's quite a roadmap all right so I have a, a, a question for you and I actually set this up by asking you earlier in the stream about transparency so whatever answer you give i think it's fine but uh the question is are you going to play your own game like along with us on the same server i plan on playing yes okay okay but you will be able to see my characters and stuff and you will see that I am not going to have every single character maxed out in the game. I'm going to play it just like everybody else does. Gotcha. It will be a complete, it'll be a complete legit account uh, that I will play from the beginning as a free to play player, trying to go through it to see how far I can go because I can play it on my own on, you know, a test server and do whatever I really want. So I'll be a free to play player. So you won't see me having uh, omnipotent characters because I won't be purchasing them. <laughs> I'll have to earn them. So yeah. you can, that way you can see that I won't be cheating at my own game. You know, oh, I, you... I just but I want to I want to play with the community, and that's the only way I think it can be fair is for me to come in completely free and not spend money on my own game, but I have to put in the time to win them. Okay, right, and and that's also where the transparency comes in, right? So mm -hmm. characters in development, the roadmap, you're going to share them, right? So you're not Absolutely. going to build this character because you know down the road something is coming to counter X, Y, and Z, right? No, it's nothing is going to be set up like that. I mean, it's not going to be like uh, when we had the issue where, what was it? Like Red Hood was brought out as a specific counter or... You know, I don't want to have that. If if something happens like that, then there needs to be a reevaluation of that design of the character, and that's why I want to have the beta testing 
before a character is put out. Oh, that's okay. And then, of course, you're you're open to like micro balancing and things like that, right? One hundred percent. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's not going to be like you have to wait for a character to be fixed. If I know of an issue or if it's reported to me, I'm probably going to just jump instantly right in and fix it. Straight you know, in production. I, <laughs> yeah, as quickly as I can. So, you know, I'll do the best to my ability. I mean, that's all I can promise. Good enough for me. All right, so now let's look at the skill selection. Now I remember why I say it, it's giving me the... Uh, Raid Shadow Legends fight. This might be the screen that I saw. Uh, anyway, uh, can you talk talk through this? All right. <laughs> yes, uh, it, it's it's not really like Raid Shadow Legends. It's not it's not a skill tree. It's just skill sets that you can choose from. And like I, I touched on earlier, uh, the like the abilities you have. So like for example, I can tell you what they are real quick just by going through the top, starting with the very first one with a knife in the center of the target. Uh, that is called Precision Strike. If you select that, it's going to give you 5% extra attack. It's probably Biff's favorite one, skill, right? Okay. <laughs> the next one is Rising Opposition, and that's going to give you 5% resistance. That's 5% extra resistance for a buff trying to be applied to you. So if you have a 55% chance to apply that buff and you chose that skill, they only have a 50% chance now. I see, okay. So these okay. are skills, but actually improve your stats. Exactly, that's what it is. It's This is just another way to improve stats. But there, there's some other ones, like if you see the guy down there flexing his muscle, something's hitting his shoulder and bouncing off. The a second row, second one. Yep, I see it. Okay, that is called debuff empowerment. And that is my, you get minus 10% attack damage received if any debuffs are on your character. So that might be what you want to choose because you're instantly going to get 10% less damage by choosing that skill. Uh, for another one, um, if you go over three more and you see that little bottle with leaves on it and like water spouting mm -hmm. out from it, that is um, detoxification. That gives you a 30% chance to purge one debuff at the beginning of your turn and permanent debuffs can only be purged with that skill nothing else can purge a permanent debuff that's the only thing okay so biff doesn't uh biff doesn't need this because he never gets intoxicated right yeah <laughs> right so yeah. i mean and then but then there's like some other cool moves like if you look on the alpha section um the second one that gives you the ability to reflect damage back quick deflection where the hands air and you see it bouncing off uh, that uh, will deflect uh, like 15% attack damage from a single attack, not an AOE, just a single attack back to the opponent uh, that, you know, did the, uh, the attack. You also have moves like um, healing uh, aura, uh, which uh, can give you 5% additional healing each time you're healed. So there, there's like lots of abilities in here that basically empower your character. How, how many can a character uh, so, uh, choose from this set? Is okay, it one well, the, for... for... Oh, no, okay, so the novice. In novice, you can choose four of them. You can choose three of the beta, the green ones, 
three of the alpha, the red ones, two of the omega ones, which are the blue ones, two omnipotent, and one mythical. Gotcha. Okay. So it goes four, three, three, two, two, one. All right. So this is where your customization go. They're going to make your character slightly different, but still not so different from everyone else's. Just just a little better at certain things, right? Okay. Okay. So, so here's like a, a mechanic for you. Okay. So like on the omnipotent tier right there, the very first one is called Titan Takedown. That will give you a 25% uh, attack damage boost against bosses only. So you might, if you, if you, you have a alliance boss or raid boss that you're going to, and you make your character like a pure damage dealer, you might want to choose that ability for that specific character just for alliance bosses or raid bosses. But you might get a second one and choose a completely different skill out of there to build him different. So that way you can say, oh, well, this is my alliance boss team. This is my PvE team. This is my PvP team. So that way you, you have the ability to use the characters you love uh, in different ways. And another one down there in the bottom right-hand corner uh, with a guy with all the fist and the sword and he has his arms sprawled out. Um, that one uh, is um, Enraged Melee. And that would be like a perfect ability for PvE. It's an omnipotent ability and you have to use that as your, you know, your final ability. But it gives you a 20% extra attack damage added to your basic attack, and it's permanent every time you use your basic attack up to a maximum of 160%. So you can, every time you attack, 20% extra, 20% extra, 20% extra, up to 160. So if you're trying to go through PvP stages, that's a quick way. Think of it kind of like how Black Flash or Black Adam took Ramps, out characters yeah, so quickly. Ramp up, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, so that would be an ability for some character you want to be, you know, to take care of PVE. And, and of course, you know, it's it's all based upon how you want to build your character. Because you might want to, uh, that the third one there with the bullseye, that's called Steady Aim. And that gives you 25% uh, extra focus and 15% hit chance. So if you know you're going up against a team of evaders and you want to make an anti-evasion team, you would do you would do that because it's going to give you 15% chance extra to hit those characters. So that's where I said you have this nice way of customizing your character. You're not just set with a template. This is all you get and it can never change. Right. Okay. So they cannot do their characters still cannot do things that they're not supposed to do. But the customization is like they're going to be better at doing certain things based on what you choose here. Okay. Right. Okay. And, and they can empower other things. Like for one, one more example, like the alpha ability, I uh, believe it is one, two, three, four, the fifth one over where it has a sword going into a heart. The, yeah, mm -hmm. the red ones, yep. the sword going into the heart, the next to the last one. That is called internal damage. And... It, it has the ability of when you attack when attacking someone that has a wound which is my version of debuff um, it has a chance to add an extra minus five percent damage and increase the turn count of that wound 
by one. So that's good if you have a wound-based character. But if you don't have a wound-based character, it's not going to do you any good. So that's why I'm saying you have to think it out. But if you have someone on your team that can slash with a sword and put a wound on someone and, you know, they're bleeding out... You, and you put this on your character because you know you want to team them up. Maybe you have a low-level character like a beta character that you're bringing in or an alpha character. You can give them this skill if you want to team them up with someone right. for some synergy and add that extra damage every time. Oh, I'm going to increase that wound another round plus add 5 more percent to it. Damage. So there's there's a lot more synergy and a lot more strategy to this. Okay. You put a lot of thought into this because this is going to make this game real deep. I'm trying. I tried. I told you it was my dream game. I've been working off and on on ideas, concepts, you know, for a few years now. I mean, I've had to go in there and every single thing you see, I've done myself. I've hand drawn everything. I've modeled everything, sculpted, textured, retopologized, came up with the 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 move sets, the programming. So you know, it's. If it's going to be your dream project, you you got to do it right or don't do it at all. Gotcha. And then also, uh, I think since you, you have like your dimensions, you you don't have to be bound by a specific art style because, you know, when you get busy, uh, you, you may even outsource some of the artwork for to others, right? And then certain dimensions may have a completely different look than others, right? Right. That, that's that's a great possibility. Uh, I, I want to try my best to keep it in-house the most the best I can. But if I would have, uh, if it starts getting bigger and there's more demand for more things added and I'm not able to keep up with it, uh, that that is in the, that's definitely in the cards. Gotcha. Of course, yeah. It's when you start out, yeah, you, you do everything yourself first and then who knows, this might blow up, right? And then you... Yeah. You may have to get helps. All right, cool. All right, let's move on to the next one. All right, so this is an actual skill, it looks like. Is that what you call your uh, abilities, skills or abilities? What do you call them? They're, they're skills. Okay. It's a skill set. And that's like the one I was giving an example of, your enraged melee. See, it goes 20% extra attack damage added to the basic attack, and it's permanent. Uh, each time this defender uses their ah, basic see. attack with a maximum of 160 and it's, it's omnip it's a mythical and it will cost you 600 uh skill tokens for that gotcha oh i assume if you click on the previous screen you are get you're gonna get into this and you're gonna see the details and what they are exactly for everyone yes gotcha okay this is just one pop-up every time you click on any of those items you, this menu a, will pop up yeah you're gonna get an explanation of what that is all right awesome okay Cool. All right. And now, okay. What is a power stone? Okay. Think of a power stone kind of like um, how we have the different levels in DC Legends. You know, you get all those different stars, things like that. But these actually serve a purpose. Since I don't have rank one, rank two, rank three like that, this is just how they're being upgraded instead of like the ranking structure. You have your normal level that you go through, you know, your power, your character level, but your alpha stone, for example, it gives you 1% stat boost 
on those five abilities. Oh, so just one of those, okay? And you can have a maximum of five of those. Then when you reach the next level and become an Omega level, then you can start getting your Omega stones, which will give two more percent, a maximum of 10% stat boost on those five items. So now you've got up to 15 if you have those all maxed out. Then you go to the next one, which is Alpha Omega, uh, which is your omnipotent. And that's a 3%, you know, stat boost on it. And I don't know if I sent you the whole picture. Is there another part to this? Oh, okay. Let me see if it, uh, right. there's the next but, one. Well, right there, there's a, an example. See, when you get to level 40 of your character, you're able to take those five stones and merge them into that stone, which is om- an, an ominous omnipotent uh, alpha stone. And that just means now you only have to have that one stone and it has the ability of all those five in your arsenal. So you don't have five, five, five. It's just one stone. And there's no cost for that. It's just let it, that means you've made it to level 40. You've already uh, collected your five stones. Now those five stones will merge into this one stone and be in like it's like a crown over top of your character. Uh, where you have an ominous alpha stone, an ominous omega, and an ominous omnipotent stone. And when you get those three, that means you're the top dog. You can't get any higher. Gotcha. But it's going to be the same for everyone, right? There's no customization. Yes, these will. Okay. Yes. No, these are... Non-customizable. We're all going to have the same base stats. Okay. You have to win these stones uh, or acquire them in the game somehow to be able to get to those levels. So, like... The last one, uh, is there one more picture of this one that I sent you, maybe, if Um, I didn't? Maybe not. I don't think I did. Okay, so, for example, the last one, um, when you get everything, it would be uh, a myth. You get a mythical bonus. So, if you have an ominous stone of all three of them, Alpha, Omega, and Omnipotent, then you get an extra 20% at level 100 of your character, maxing them. So you have a final stat boost total of a plus 50% to your character. So that's a huge one. It's like, it's RB5 in your character, basically. Right, right. That was just going to point it out. <laughs> yeah. But your your character and my character is going to be the same, right? At level 40. If you, if you, cho- if you chose no skills and yeah, you yeah, just yeah. went from... Right all the way up and just did these stones, they would be exactly See, identical. It's a skills is the only thing it sets them apart. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, cool. All right. That part is clear. This is basically kind of like the equivalent of the gears, but just a different level of progression, right? Yes. All right. Excellent. Okay. I think this one's pretty straightforward. All right. So now this seems like an example of a actual skill. Or an ability. You said yeah. this is a skill, right? Yeah, this is Vengeance of Apep. Uh, this is like my character's first ability. And so at the top, it's telling you it's a single target three-hit attack. Uh, hits matter in the game. Each hit does a specific amount of damage and can be boosted or reduced depending on your buffs or debuffs. Some bosses might require so many hits before they drop a shield or something like that, or you take out an enemy in front of them. So there's going to be some strategic value to that as well. Uh, so that's why I will have, if it's single target, AOE target, you know, how many attacks they do, things like that. 
and then it just goes through and it's telling you what the base ability is. So you're going to start off with a 50% chance to apply one poison with three that does minus 3% health, minus 2% focus, and minus 2% evasion. It's a poison. It should do more than just take health away. It should affect your attributes as well. So that's why those are added. And these are just abilities. And here's what I was saying. Like, you can see level 2 is at plus 20% chance to apply it because you only have a certain percentage to apply that and each ability gives you greater and eventually you might have characters that has a complete 100% chance to apply and or a can't miss apply for a buff or debuff you know and that's where I was telling you the can't miss part would come in uh, and, and here's another thing that's a little bit different this is not going to be buff debuff heavy game you're not going to put 100 debuffs on a character and then have another character that can only take 10, 10 buffs away from someone. I always thought that was kind of ridiculous and it kind of like neutered a lot of characters in DC Legends. So I kind of want to keep the buffs and debuffs to a minimum to where like if you have a character and it says removes one buff from a character, that literally means something because it's more of a percentage of those buffs and debuffs that matter. So, like, if I go to apply something to you, it's not, I apply one poison, it does 3%, and then I level it up. Now I can do two poisons that do six, you know, three and three. No, now I can do three poisons that do three, three, and three. It's going to no, be, no, I do one. Still one poison, nine. but it's just more potent. Exactly. And that, that's how I want to do it. So we don't have screenfuls of debuffs, you know, disease 50 diseases on a character it's one and you have the ability oh all i have to do is purge that one and and i won't bleed out or you know disease out or something like that I, i'm trying to make it the most well balanced as i can and it's the system i came up with and i've been running the scenarios uh through basically text-based so i can see the data being you know spit back out to me and this seems like the most effective way to keep it really Oh my god. More level and even. You just mentioned something that I I completely forgot, but uh so if you're capturing the what's happening in the back end from text, are you gonna save that data? So with let's say we have like a we you don't have to implement this right away, but so let's For say hackers. <laughs> Well that's one. I, I I mean I'm sure you can prevent that and you don't have to see Re the replay log. feature? Yes, you you nailed it. So <laughs> I, I thought about it and implementing a replay feature is actually a lot more simplistic than you would think because uh, what you have to do is when I go to attack inside of, you just have to create an array and say this character chose this ability. Yeah, exactly. Hit this, did this much damage. And then yep. you just go back and you just start those characters and you say attack this one apply uh, do this move mm -hmm. put this much damage automatically yes that is possible it's not going to be right away and I, I, i've got to see how much servers are going to cost me because that has to be saved to the server right because you need to know how much uh data is. It, it's text but still they add up i i, I get right. that uh but that would be something cool to have right because i if haven't you wondered like how the heck this this guy yes me? what the heck yeah. happened and also if there are bugs a lot if you yeah. also have bugs, it'll help you replicate it. Mm -hmm. 
oh, I agree. I've really thought this out and the best way to do it. And the, the only thing is there would have to be some type of cap on it to where like, it only keeps your last five last, or ten. Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, it's it's gonna, uh, you know. And like so, like server. for another words, like if you had your defense log, you know, inside your defense log. Yeah, that's all you need. Yeah, that's there. all. That's yeah. all you need, right? Yeah. Right. It would keep those in there, something like that. I plan to implement it, and like I said, these can be quality of life improvements as we go out, and everybody likes it, dislikes it, you know, thinks what needs changed. I can go about adding these things to, you know to make it better and yes and that also not nah, that that's way too much for the ai because if you can keep all of it and, and then the ai would learn how to play like oh this moves win. <laughs> but that's further down the line <laughs> but wouldn't that be cool right <laughs> yeah, yeah it, I, I tell you what if if it becomes pretty big you know and i get to expand like that and i'm able to set up big in-house servers and have a team of things to help run this stuff like that's completely possible but no matter how big or how small this is i'm not going to change who i am so i'm going to reach out to you guys i, I want to be i want to have this fun with you guys on this journey that i mean or i wouldn't be doing it you know i would just be putting out a game and selling it for straight outright prices or jacking things up if it was for money it's not it's for the community well you have to balance the two you need to make it right. fun but also make it worth your while so right right and it just i just got to just make sure i'm able to uh cover the cost that's that's really what i'm in you know pay my bills yes <laughs> that's what i care about yes don't do it all for the community do it save some for yourself too <laughs> yeah all right this is what Okay, I, when I looked at this, I was like, okay, this is cool. I wonder what you have <laughs> planned for this. Because it's, okay. it's kind of like you married uh, DC Legends with uh, heroes and villains just to make Wendy this happy. Was, this was, I have screenshot. I actually, this game's done. This was actually made six months before Heroes and, and Villains, villains came, out. came out. Yeah, yeah. I believe I, you because you can't just like get ideas and then like oh this is new and i'll add it right okay there's there's going to be multiple of these this is what's kind of cool about the game okay let's just say you went you did a big raid grinding session there won't be any raids like dc legends where you have to spend your whole entire weekend you don't have to worry about stuff like that i have different implementations of raids that is going to be more time friendly and more valuable to, for you to do than sit there and tap your phone on auto all day long um but anyway that's let's just say you you did your battles and you, you know you, you're like man i just don't feel like doing pvp today but these characters need or pve these characters need level up i need more abilities so you can get these things called play tokens and that's what's up in the left hand corner where it says 75 and has that little token think of those as like i don't know if you guys ever went to an arcade that has a bunch of arcade machines and you would go get tokens out of the mm -hmm. machine and you could use those tokens to play all those video games yep. my game is going to have a bunch of mini video games that you can play as a stress reliever time killer but gives you things you need oh, in this the is game. awesome so i don't have i don't yeah. need bejeweled anymore if i'm like do want to do something mindless <laughs> I can my just... wife plays this every night every <laughs> night she loves this game uh, but as you can see on the left-hand side, you have all your affinity uh, 
power gems and you have your quasi gems. That bottom one, the multicolor, is your main uh, game inking currency. That's what you're going to use to buy everything in the store shop with. One currency buys everything. The other ones are your affinity. So you can see the leaf, moon, uh, the gear, and the uh, swirl on all of those. Those are the uh, gems that you need to power up your characters. So when you go to level them up, you use those uh, gems to level up each affinity. So you can go in here and you can just start getting them. It's like, yeah. I don't feel like playing PvE or PvP. Yep, or I, can I just want to play a quick game. Yep, I can farm them here. Exactly. And, and I'm going to release a new mini game probably every few months. You know, whenever I get the extra time. So it's going to have a mini arcade, a, uh, like a relax, you know, section. You know, like an R&R &R section. Uh, where you can go and just play some video games all day and farm stuff, you know, by doing that. So you're not just bound to one genre. It's like I said, it's all my games in one. So you get to play different things. Right. I can play this mindlessly if I want to just, you know, a small stress reliever. But at the same time, I am progressing through my game. Exactly. It gives you, there's, it's not pointless. There's a point to play it. I like it. Actually, I love it. <laughs> this is awesome. And and I, I have two done or two completed so far. I have the match uh, the match affinity stones here, and I have the memory uh, game as well. Yep, oh. there it is. Okay, right. so this is your your classic match. Here's where you can get all those potions for free. You don't have to buy anything. You can go in here, Split. and if you're able to match them over there, where it says a bonus board clear. You're going to get that special item, and that's random every time you play the game. And those are the ones that you have to build up a lot of potions to be able to make those. But this is where your alchemy place comes in, to where you can get those extra items in your game to, you know, get that little extra edge in battle. You know what I want? You should make Wordle, and then I can just play this game <laughs> all the time. <laughs> That's my morning routine. <laughs> the, the, the mini the mini games are they're just going to be limited to just like a one stage like mini type game. Gotcha. Uh, because I, I don't want to invest all my time into creating all these mini games when the main game itself has a lot more story to develop, a lot more characters, things like that. These are just like stress relievers. Right, yeah, they're the but, sim the simple yeah. games, right? That shouldn't take yeah, too much exactly. of your time, yes. Yeah, I have, I think, 10 that I have being developed right now. These are the only two that are complete, though. I love it. <laughs> I like it. Glad you do. At first, I was like, what the heck are these things? And then, like, now that you explained it, I deliberately didn't ask. So, like, I'm going to find out along with everyone else. So, that's kind of cool. All right, so now we get to the last screenshot, and it looks like is this going to come from Tapjoy or some ad, some some ad revenue? Uh, it will be this. The only reason this is implemented is for you'd never have to go here. It's it's kind of like how DC Legends had that little tiny thing in the corner, mm. and you could go in there and watch an ad to get extra things. Yep. If you want to get extra items, you are free to play player, and you're never going to spend a penny on the game. Here's how you can get extra stuff to build your characters, but this ad revenue will help me pay for the servers. 
perfect so you yeah even the free to play will have a way to contribute to your game okay exactly you, you know cuz there's some people that you know they just can't afford a dollar i mean i mean i've been that in that position my, in my life you know growing up and i don't want to make something that forces people to spend money uh, sure i would like it if they did but there's some people that just can't do it, but they want to still be able to be part of the community and have fun. So this is the way they can basically pay me if you think about it like that way, if you want to think about it that way. But it just it's supporting the game if you watch these. But like I said, you don't have to. It's completely optional. You never even have to ever go to this screen. I just wanted to show everybody that there will be the screen and there's extra items. Why would you want to pass up the extra gems that you can use to buy characters in the store later, you know? these add up every day you, you know you you buy or go in here and get these and eventually you know you're getting over 100 gems here and if you have a character for sale for like two or three thousand gems you know every month this would take about half of that cost away just by watching the ads all right this is cool all right so windy grew has a question uh, sure he's asking if you would consider uh, if you considered regional prices uh I have not yet. Uh, there's so much like on my plate of trying to figure out what the best way to implement everything is. Um, I still have to think about regional translations. Um, oh. I've got to get try and hire people that can translate the game into different languages so it can be offered, you know, in your region. And of course, I will definitely do that but the game is going to be so low priced anyway it would be kind of like it really wouldn't make that much of a difference if you if you get what i'm saying i mean if you're going into a game like dc legends for example and you see 99.99 for a character and you go to another region and it's 79.99 you know because it's they just have a different price scheme uh that's a big difference but if you go in and you see a character that's only 29 dollars or 19 dollars that's really not that huge of a cost compared to other games out there um, once it's up and you guys see the pricing, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's going to be as fair as, as I possibly can make it. Yes, I, I agree with you, Windigrew. That is true. But yeah. that's why I was saying, like, my point, you know, about the outrageous prices that these games charge now mine has already reduced so much it it's like uh 25 percent of what everybody else charges so it, it'll be in that lower category automatically if that makes sense to you all right cool all right so now uh we're going to the last part of the stream which is let's talk about your indiegogo so now that the people are excited about your game tell them how they can help you get the game out uh support me you know go make a, a little donation if possible every little bit helps 
Um, I have some perks over there. I mean, yeah, to get a character in the game, it is very expensive. Uh, I mean, I have to say that, but uh, you guys don't know how much effort and time is involved in the creation of a character from scratch. I mean, you have to basically initially sketch it out, make the design. You have to go in and... Um, is this the live page? Yes, this is the actual Indiegogo okay. page. So if you if you go over to the right side and you scroll down to like one of the characters, like one of the perks on uh, the right side, ah uh, yes, where it's you okay. can scroll up. Um, now you can see what I'm talking about. Like you have the sketched out version of their face, and then you see where I sculpt it all out and I make a 3D model. Then after that, I do what's called retopologizing. I have to go in and make it game ready because when you sculpt a character, it's got millions and millions of polygons and those can't be played on games. So you got to go in and basically hand draw every single triangle of that character, which is probably about a four to 10 hour process, depending on the complexity of the character. Then after you go in there and hand draw every triangle over top, it's like basically tracing over top the high model then you have to go in and you have to texture that model, which is in the upper right-hand corner of the screen where you see the textures applied to the character. Uh, then that, then after you do that, you combine everything and you make them game ready. So it's, it's a complete process. If it was in a, a game company, you would have your conceptual artists, you would have a sculptor, you would have a retopologizer, you would have a texture, an animator, but I have to do it all. So it's a lot of work for one person. So that's why the fee is kind of high because I'm making it based off of what you want. What? Yes. Yeah. And, and so that's why. So I know it seems kind of outrageous, but there is a lot of time involved and a lot of effort to do that. So anyway, there's like one left of the Omnipotent and there's Omega, uh, which these tiers every one of these tiers will be fantastic in the game. It's how you build your character. So don't think like, oh, I missed out on the Omnipotent. I've got to choose Omega. Omega can stand up against an Omnipotent. Even an Alpha can stand up if you choose the right skill sets. So it doesn't mean they're bad. And they're, none of them are the lowest character in the game. I'm not even, you know, offering the lowest characters in the game. Oh, I just yeah. gave like the, the top three tiers in the game. And also, there you could have the best characters and still don't know how to play the game, right? Exactly. Um, anyway, you know, if if you want to, the I think the lowest tier, uh, I think it's twenty five dollars. That will get your name in the game. So you know, you can go into the uh, Hall of Fame section and you can be like, "Hey, Joe Smith, that's me. I'm right here. See, I had a part in help making this become a reality. You know, you can show everybody you're in the game." Um, that's what I do for that. And then you just go up the next level. You'll get 10,000 gems. Your account will be pre-registered before the game is released. So that way no one can take, you know, your name or your account. And plus you'll get your entry. And the next level up of that just basically doubles that. You get 20,000 gems, extra campaign energy, your play tokens to play those little mini games, your account uh, pre-registration and your Hall of Fame entry. So, you know, all of those... If, if you have a specific character, like I'm coming in and I'm Retmus and I want to be part of my or this game, you know, I want to make sure no one steals my name Retmus because there can only be one name, you know, in the database with that. So they'll have to be like Retmus 001 or something like that, right? 
so you want to get your account pre-registered. Uh, but, you know, if you can't afford any of that and you just want to give, I, I don't know what the minimum amount is. I think the minimum's 10 bucks at the, at the top. I'm not sure. Uh, it says 25, but... No, I mean, you, you can scroll up. I think there's a make a donation button. Oh, there might, might be, yeah. Yeah, there's a plain one. Um, oh, not a perk, just a donation. Okay. Right. Uh, I guess see options. That's weird that there's not just a normal... Click the see options button and see what it says. Uh, I don't know. I the big have... red button. I know what you're talking about, but I don't want to do it because I may have like... Oh, what, what the heck? All right, you know what? Let's do it. Yeah, 10 bucks. Okay, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It, $10 is the, the lowest that they allow. So, I mean, a $10 donation, anything. Anything yeah. at all to help make this come out faster. Uh, I have to uh, to be able to put this on uh, Apple so or on Apple products. I have to uh, get a Mac um, because they require you to do that because they link to your development account to the Mac computer. So it's an Apple product putting out an Apple game. Uh, you just can't make it on a Windows PC and then publish it. it it's not allowed. Mm -hmm. So I have to buy that hardware. That's like one reason. You know, I, I need this funding to help buy that. Um, this, you know, server costs, different equipment. I have to do a lot of different things. Um, I try to explain down at the bottom of this why, you know, we need this certain amount. But even if we don't make the goal, it's still coming out. It might just be just a little bit longer until I can get the money myself to buy the equipment I need. But you don't have to worry. It, it's, it still will come out. Gotcha. All right, so Crush has a question. So one of the biggest problems in DCL is uh, the cheating. So how are you going to avoid that? How are you going to prevent it? There's a, there's a few ways that uh, I have planned, but if I say them straight out here... Right, then it's just... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so well, put, put it this way. I have a few different ways that I'm going to try and prevent this uh you know one we we talked about it earlier eventually we're going to have uh maybe a playback feature like if you look look in your thing and you have a team of like level 10 players and they beat your level 90 characters that's not going to happen so it will i can i will have like those characters where i can go into the database you just hit the report player button or something like that then it'll trigger something on my side saying Oh, this person's being accused of this. Then I can just literally go in and look at the data real fast, and see what's going or on. Or just yeah. have, yeah, or just have the uh, an algorithm go in and say, oh, this much, this much, this much. Up, oh, there's no way this character at this level can produce this much damage. Then that will inform it, and that can be an automatic ban. You know, or an automatic like ban until further, you know, proof that you didn't cheat comes in, or something like that. I do not want any cheating. This is, it's, it's already, you know, trying to make it as community friendly as I, I can possibly. And it's not going to break your bank or take all the money out of your wallet. So I don't know why you want to cheat anyway, but there's people out there that just want to uh, do it. So they're number one. Or someone just, people just want to see the world burn. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm going to try 
there there's a few ways I think I can accomplish it and make it work because all characters have a a level cap of what they can do at a certain ability no matter what and you can put implementations in there if it's above this then you know they've hacked it to let you get the maximum value in that range so I'm going to try my best to cover it it might not be right away but it is a top three priority in my list awesome okay and also just you listening that and also that you're going to acknowledge this should be uh, enough for people to feel comfortable okay I'm not going to lose my investment in this to hackers because even if they got through you will eventually address them and also we have a direct line to you this guy exactly. is really suspicious like come on man. let's just take and it. I'll check I'll check right into it I mean I'm gonna uh, that's the whole thing that's gonna make this so different than everything else because we're it's gonna be for the community I'm part of the community I want to have a good relationship with everybody uh, so it's it's gonna happen that way I'm, I'm I don't see any other way that it's not. Okay. So I do And have... another important oh, thing okay. I wanted to bring up. The, okay. DC Legends is gone. And we can never play it again. So what one of my goals for this to be, let's just say we go a glorious seven years on this and time's up. It's It's just not feasible to keep it out anymore which i don't think that'll ever happen because i can constantly make new worlds new ideas new dimensions so it can always be new but just say for example for worst case scenario that happens i shut the servers down all that seven years you played it are gone you never get to touch it again i don't like that so what i'm implementing now as i make this is the ability when that eventually does happen you will be able to download a version of the database to keep on your phone computer wherever that that app will be able to connect to and i will have it set up to where it does everything for you You don't have to do anything so you can play it for as long as you want and it will be set up to just cycle through every single event that was ever done in those seven years from the very beginning to the seven years for you to replay over and over. That's what I'm adding to the code as I move on. So that way you will, your investment will never be lost. That's awesome. And there is even a possibility of adding in a server connection I'm going to look into it to where, let's just say, the owls all got together and they're like, well, it's shutting down, but we still want to play. To where you can download that database and host it yourself and just point to that database for reference. I'm going to look into that ability for later on, if that scenario ever happens. I don't want it to ever happen, but I just want to let everybody know I'm with you guys and I feel the same way when I lost something. All that money I invested, that time I invested, I, I can never play those characters again. I can't ever try and make Dr. Fate work again, you know, and kind of miss that. I want to be able to have the option to play again. So that that's one of the things that's always in the back of my mind when I'm doing something like this. If you paid for something, I think you should be entitled to it. 
that is awesome. Yeah, I just want to be able to tap Viv daily, right? Exactly. All right. So the last question I have for you, Redmus, before we call it a night. Actually, it's your next day since you're in the East Coast. <laughs> yeah. So if you choose any tier, do you automatically get the... Uh, what where is this? The defense force elite and all of the other perks, or no? You just get like let's say you you have an oh if, tier. if if you paid that much money you can buy those. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with I'm messing with you. <laughs> of course you do. You'll get the the elite. The elite will be part of that package. Gotcha. I all did right. I didn't have room. They only they limited. The things that I could add to it because there was actually more that I was offering, but it, it caps it. They won't let you add any more to it, so I couldn't add you in. You could also it. get the elite. Yeah, I mean, I really had to cut down the wording a lot, and I was just like, man, this sounds less appealing so much. But yeah, you, you know, you got me on here. You can you can use it to validate. You do get the uh, elite package with your character. Awesome. That's. Uh, crush yes we there there is one there is oh there will be there'll be promo codes as well i'm implementing a promo code system so like if m4 is doing a stream or atlantis after dark or you know wrol or someone like that anybody uh i'll give them a special code and you have to listen to their podcast and they'll reveal that code and it's going to give you free items in the game so we'll have that as a little you know, a little incentive to go out and listen to the other things, support people, and have some fun, and get free stuff. Who doesn't like free stuff? Awesome. All right. So, Redbus, I, I, you got me excited. I know it's coming, but now that I have more details on it, I'm a little yeah. bit more excited. So. Yeah, that's the only bad thing about it. It's that hurry up and wait. <laughs> Because you're just, you know, there's so much to do, but I, I'm working on it. I'm banging away at it, man. All right. All right. Hopefully some of those donations help get that love. Yes, they, they do. Up. I mean, even what I've got now is going to help out greatly. It's enough to get some of the core components I need right away. So, um, I mean, of course, I want to make my goal. I mean, please help if you can. It's, it's greatly appreciated. All right. Okay, so everyone, hopefully you get a lot more clarity if you've already heard about this. And if it's your first time, I hope you get excited about a game that can, you know, I know it's, it, it, DCL is like your first girlfriend that you never really forget, your first love. <laughs> but hopefully this one is the game that you will eventually marry because it's not going to die. Or not going to break up with us, but just going to dump us one day after seven years. <laughs> There's no uh, I appreciate the time uh, I appreciate everybody that's still on here and everybody that's tuned in for giving me your time so I can help explain it a little bit and you can help pass on the word that will help out greatly maybe share the link to other people or other uh, discord channels or reddit channels or whatever you know you think that someone else might be interested in it uh, that would greatly help out as well if you can't donate anything donate you know 10 seconds of your time and clicking a link and pasting it somewhere for me uh that would be grateful or i would be grateful all right i'll do what i can to spread the word 
and that was thank you for giving us some hope that there's going to be something that's going to bring the community again together because it's such a great oh, community it's not just the game right it's right if we can have that same pe those same people again you know right. playing the same game would be awesome yeah and and that's really what it's it's it at heart that's really what it's all about it really is i mean i i, I even i mean i do want to you know say maybe we have contests and stuff too you know like uh who can create the best new dimension mm. and you just like give a theme and like what you think should be in it and you know maybe that will become a reality we can do things like that since it's community based we want to make things that you guys want not just what i like but i know there's so many people that love king arthur and love supernatural characters and superheroes so i can't go wrong with those first three as the beginning all right i'm going to tell you now that i am a big big fan of uh japanese uh medieval culture samurai culture Ooh, awesome so am i so am i there i'm a, a i'm a master in a few different martial arts all right oh awesome all right so i guess we can agree on what the fourth dimension might be <laughs> all right so i will let you go it's it's late in the east coast and everyone thank you for like staying with us and then also help spread the word like redmus says all right uh, so redmus thank you for joining and then we'll try and see if we can get this uh heard throughout the dcl community and beyond all right thanks everyone have a great rest of your evening And for in Redmond South.